Crop. Welcome to the 23rd edition of the Guna Podcast, sponsored by Gunashirts.com. This edition features the remainder of the chat that we didn't have room for on the previous edition, recorded between the matches against Fulham and West Brom back at the beginning of March. Our panel features the return of Mustafa Goldstein, a.k.a. Don Sebastiano, Guna contributor David Udo, and editor Kevin Witcher. Right, OK, Kevin, uh, reaction to the news of the season ticket prices um, being frozen, which Mr Gazidis was rather happy about? Well, I should bloody well think so too, for starters. Um, but are they really being frozen? I mean, shouldn't they be going down because of the VAT scenario? Because what's happened is the people who bought season tickets are paying the 17.5 VAT rate, whereas those who've been buying tickets match by match for the uh, bulk of the season have been enjoying cheaper prices and will probably end up paying less than a season ticket holder to sit in a similar seat. So um, I'd like to think they'd actually go down because of the VAT uh, difference. He's a smart cookie, Arkev. You can't pull a fast one on him, eh? Indeed, but uh, I suspect it'll be complicated by the free cup games that uh, we're going to get. Free until the renewal time comes round when we pay for them belatedly. Um, So I suspect we won't even realise what the hell we're being charged when we actually get the bill. And the club can pull a fast one there. However, they've got to get real. Uh, There isn't as much money swashing around. And... um, well, I mean, I think if they'd have tried to put them up, uh, there'd have been total uproar. So I'm not going to say well done, Arsenal. It's just the least I expect. But they're, they're, they're rewarding our loyalty, Kev. Oh, right, yeah. They really <laughs> value uh, the, uh, the loyal supporter. Do you know Do you know the the data that the club hold on, on how long you've had a season ticket will extend back to about six years because they just <laughs> don't keep the computer records. So they don't have a clue how long you've been a season ticket holder. That's, well, that's disgraceful. And again, further exemplifies the contempt as, which we as customers, because uh, let's face it, the notion of a football supporter went out the window with the advent of the Premier League, uh, as, we as we as customers are treated with. Um, I suppose you know, Marks and Spencers and BHS don't keep records of their customers, so why should Arsenal Football Club? It's fucking depressing. Yeah, it's just a frequent flyer club, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, we, we don't get to use the lounge. I suppose the interesting thing will, see, will be to see how many people renew, because as Kev's pointed out, there just, there just isn't as much money swanning around at the moment. And a lot of, lot of the tickets that will come up for renewal are ultimately uh, owned by some corporations. I mean, O2, for example, whilst they do have a box, they also, like MTV, I think, have a bank of 10 or 15 season tickets. And MTV, I mean, they're in my industry, I think they've just made about 10 to 15% of their workforce redundant. The first thing you do before you make your workforce redundant is you cut back on your corporate hospitality. So there's 15 season tickets there, and I'm certain they're not the only ones. Well, it's funny you should say that, because just before this very podcast, I just passed over my season ticket to you in an unhandshaken deal... Because I've decided to sort of go on semi-strike because... Hang on, no, 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 we had this before Christmas, your semi-strike. Yeah, well, I'm still on it, so <laughs> here's the strike no, no, report. you just decided it. Strike report, strike report is, <laughs> yeah, but he's actually, this is next season, because Kev's looking after the ticket now, he's going to get it, so, or whatever, whatever Kev well, decides. Uh, so you, 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 
there's someone else that might make well, a decision if, who actually his name is on the ticket. Well, someone else as well. <laughs> well, the point being that I'm quite, I'm now, I've resigned myself to watching Match of the Day, watching this thing called ADHTE on, on, the, on the website where you can watch free matches on, on, on the web. Right. ADHTE. ADHTE dot net, I think it is. If you Google it, you can just watch. You can watch any match on a Saturday free in the comfort of your own home. Um, and other, you don't pro- have other to providers queue. are available. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to queue. You don't have to do all that sloping around and do the getting searched as you go. Well, I don't mind that, but the, the, better, the worst bit's actually leaving, getting on the tube <laughs> and all that. Really. Getting ripped off and all that. Plus, I've got a long-distance relationship and the phone calls are expensive. Where does she live, then? Tel Aviv. She actually lives in Tel Aviv, <laughs> yeah. does she? You're joking, bastard. No. This is why it's working. This is why it's been three months. I've <laughs> <laughs> seen the woman yeah, twice. Actually, yeah. yeah, once in Café Rouge and then <laughs> when we met and then, and then um, in Italy for a week, which was very nice, actually. Right, Florence, Rome, and Milan. But uh, okay, I, no, that's not, like Arsenal has a tour like that. Not veering off the point in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, no. the point being, the point being is, I'm starting to lose my Arsenal life and get another one. <laughs> but this does not reflect well on the club, does it? Oh, no, it doesn't, doesn't reflect, reflect well on the bloody podcast, mate. No, no. <laughs> this expert opinion we have. We've lost the spy. Now we're going to lose. Well, what does this Mustafa? mean? What does this mean? Arsenal are losing age-old fans who've been going for years and years and years. <laughs> You know, you know. I mean, it's, it's not good. How, how, what kind of block of season tickets have you got for your multiple identities? That's what That's I want to know. Yeah. I'll tell you what. They're, they're, you know, those empty seats. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you're, you're not going. Personality. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's mad fee because of this. Oh, by the way, can I just say I did bump into Cesc Fabregas. Oh. Well, I did. I did. I came out of Tesco's in Heath Street, and there he was with this quite good-looking Spanish woman. Not his girlfriend, who I've seen before, but the Spanish woman and this older bloke, who maybe they were from a Spanish club, ooh, 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 or something. I don't know. They're all very well-dressed, anyway. And Cesc was there, and I went, and it was just after the Fulham debacle recently. I went straight up to him, and I said, por favor, un momentito. And the woman looked at me like, oh, oh, speaking Spanish. And I, and I said, Cesc, mate, look, I hope you get well soon, right? And I hope you get back on that pitch. And when you do, kick their asses, all right? And he was like, I he, thank you very much. Yes, I will. So that was it. That Did was you our, ask him in Spanish pat, or English? English. And I patted him on the back. I, I patted him on the back and said, look, get well soon. But I hope you do, because when you get on that pitch, kick their asses. I was really angry. You full them, I mean. could, he, could he see the the anger in your face? No, I wasn't really that angry. Actually, I was sort of like a bit like Spanish angry, if you know what I mean. A bit laid back. <laughs> what Spanish the, angry? Well, I was in the presence mean, of our. You mean you got angry a day later in the manana way? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean I, I wouldn't actually get angry in front of Cesc because he's Cesc. I don't want to piss. Well, him that's off. the whole point. Maybe <laughs> that's sense. what the players need. Actually, well, the hairdryer. Oh, oh, don't want to dumb me old CS. I'm going to be quite angry. The hairdryer treatment but that's the thing Wenger needs to throw some boots around I think because he's in a bit there's too much coddling <laughs> apparently <laughs> like Ian's layman uh, yeah uh, we need lay, layman as manager that's what we need actually I've just, oh. it just come to me it just come to me Jens do it. as manager anyway after the Fulham game according to Andre Arshavin who wrote on his, his blog Arsene didn't say a word but his silence spoke volumes. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh dear. Right. Is that really? Is that it? Arshavan's got a blog. Is that it? 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 Is that it?
Mm. Yeah. No, it'll stop very quickly yeah. once yeah. the press office realise what's going on. But, uh, I mean, we spoke about season tickets a short while ago, um, and uh, the uh, the advertising for the club level has also gone uh, <laughs> gone into hyperbole at the moment. As we've Neville got... Chamberlain once said, <laughs> I have in my hand a piece of paper. Yeah, so I can see he's got it, he's waving Now, it. I've actually got this piece of paper when I purchased a programme from the club shop before the Fulham game. And they had this in the bag. They gave me a bag with this piece of paper in. And this would have happened to everyone who bought um, anything from a club shop at, uh, on Saturday. And there were also lots of ads around the urinals. Uh, in fact, more <laughs> really? than 50% what of the ads in the urinals were about joining the waiting list for club level. I'm going to read this aloud, actually. Club level has yet again proved to be a phenomenal success and is now sold out for its third consecutive season. However, you could still secure a seat by joining the waiting list. Be first in line for club level seats in season 2009-10. We are accepting applications for a short time only to ensure that as many waiting list members as possible are given the opportunity to purchase season tickets for the following season. Now... The facts are these. Renewals on club level are up now. They get the money in early. And I, I am putting two and two in together and guesstimating that by putting these ads out to every Tom, Dick and Harry, they are disappointed with the level of renewals. And if you want a club level seat at any time between now and July... You will have no problems getting one. Forget the waiting list, all right? How much? Well, they start at about uh, 2,500 and they go up to about 4,750. Just what I wanted to do during the middle of a recession, spend two grand. What's brilliant about this leaflet is is the view. (laughs) Want to enjoy this view at every Arsenal home match? And I thought... If this was at Highbury, this is the view from the back of the North Bank. The one they used to stand on. So what's so brilliant about that? It's a bit higher, actually. It's at the bottom of the top, no, bottom no. of the top end. Well, if you were at yeah. the back of a North Bank, that I remember that as the view. I was at the I was behind at the the Sunderland match. I was at what what I would now call the North Bank upstairs from the Orange Quadrant. Right. I'm, so I'm going to call it the North Bank because that's what it is in my head. And I was six seats back. No, sorry, the Roma match. It was the Roma match. And it was so a many games have you view. been on strike for? <laughs> well, someone kept, they kept offering me free tickets, not the club, just people. So up. are you a scab? But I'm a scab. I'm a scab. But man of principle, yeah. as long as he doesn't have to pay. Socialist. Yeah. No, the reason That's is. Right, was a 1984 no, quote it's a very good point about all this, and that is that people are so not going to Arsenal, yeah. they're prepared to say, "Oh, look, just take my ticket for nothing." The point is, yes. you've got rubber morals. <laughs> the point you can't is, give them away. Look, if you someone, can't give them away. You can't give away a ticket. If you can, you can give them to him. And his multiple personalities. Look, even if you're on strike, right? Say you're on hunger strike and someone phones up and says, yeah, but you can have a Twix if, and no one's looking now. You're going to go and have one, aren't you? No, not if you're a principled man. Bob, Bobby, no, no one's Bobby Sands didn't, didn't I'm he? Not, I'm not a principled man. I'm a fucking hypocrite, aren't <laughs> Fucking, as, as the Godfather once said, Senator, we're all part of the same hypocrisy. <laughs> as, the sooner we all know that, the better. 
<laughs> right, but citizen uh, bestie. Well, I, I, I am just very disappointed. There are people. Ah, your masquerade. There are people at working offices who um, have got uh, a spare season ticket next to them, and they've offered them out to people who want to go along, and no one has. This is for nothing. Yeah, and, and they're no, still not going. They're, they're not. You know, they can't. Can't even find anyone wants to go for nothing so when was the last time you thought we actually did have 60,000 people in that stadium I would I say we close, um, no way there's, there's, because the capacity is 60,000 say 500 I don't know what it is there's always going to be 500 odd seats so the only time you'll ever get it is when we're going for the title and people who can't go are being nagged for their ticket and we've, we've probably Never had a game where we physically had 60,000 people. So by what margin do they lie then? Do they just make it up? Or is no, it no, it's, it's based it? entirely on the number of tickets sold. Right. The number of, the number of seats, they, of course not. Uh, but they should announce it as the number of tickets sold for this match. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's quite easy to get the real attendance because it's all electronic. You know, it just goes mm. onto a computer. Yeah. They could find out. Yeah, but they, they, know they, the count the they know the They know. I mean, I've been told they actually know the attendance. They know there was 40,000 people, just over 40,000 people in the, in the stadium for Portsmouth. Yeah, 40,000. 40, 40, 40, 48, sorry. Yeah, that's very Sorry. I did an arsenal there. I exaggerated a little bit. And what did they say there was? 60,100. Yeah. And there was 48,000. Yeah. According to Tim Payton, who, by all accounts, has access to both sets of figures, he was saying on the last yeah. podcast. And they wonder why I'm on strike. <laughs> Partially on strike. They do. They lie awake at night going, where's Basti? He's not there. They're on, he's on strike. He yeah. No, no, don't worry. We haven't checked all his seats. <laughs> what would be better is if you'd paid for that season ticket and it was left physically empty. The seat was empty. That yeah. would be a more of a gesture. Yeah. However, as I paid for the bloody thing, <laughs> and I need yeah. the money, I make sure it's filled, that seat. Do you reckon that's why they're playing so badly at the moment? They've got fucking hell, that in. Yeah. Oh, Christ. Like, they spent half their time looking in all these seats yeah, going, absolutely. where is he? That's what a bully is. We thought a bully is with the stars. He's not. He's going, is Basti here? Anyway? Oh, oh, it's, it's the hybrid spot. Oh, oh, no. oh, I'm here. The spy's here. Oh, I'll tell you what. I'll just... Oh, 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 I've forgotten how he talks. I haven't seen him for so long. I'm not even here. I'm not here at all. And I'll tell you what, I've had enough of them. I'm, I'm so... Like, I'm, oh, I'll just go home and watch telly. Right, right. OK. <laughs> so I can't do the hybrid style anymore. Well, I mean, this, is, this isn't one for you anyway, Basti. I don't think you need to get involved in this because you're not there that, anyway. But uh, is there... Kev, I, I imagine you've got an answer to this. Is there a possible solution to the early leavers phenomenon? Chain them to their seats. Yeah. I'm an early leaver. Nice, nice bit of rationale there from the voice of reason. <laughs> I'm an early leaver. I've become an early leaver. Since the new stadium's arrived, I've become an early leaver. There's no way I want to sit standing in the queue. You're not an early leaver, you don't go, remember? No, I do go. I, well, when I go, I leave early. <laughs> yeah, what, you get the last two matches, I left, uh, I left early for Roma and Sunderland. I left early. I'll tell you why. I'm, I'm home in 20 minutes. It could take two and a half hours. Two and a half hours standing in that queue having some copper barking at Why you. Why don't you bring your cycle? Because I was cycling all the way up the hill. Hampstead's on a hill. It's a really heavy bike. You want jam on it, don't you, Bastard? It's always all coming down. Walk the bike up the hill. No, it's because I'm learning how to be like Adebayor, that's why. I'm (laughs) learning how to do as little as possible and get away with it. You've got more excuses than Arsene Wenger. Adebayor Adebayor is my... my, Can you do Adebayor? What am I saying? Adebayor (laughs) is my hero. He's taught me everything I know. That's why I take so long to get home and I'm not really a proper person. Bass is complete my hero. I'm holding on. I model myself on him, and I hope for me to win some money. Some of the money will be. What would happen if you 
happen if you? I can't imagine ever come all the way for Israel for a game, will you? I'm going to go and support Halal Tel Aviv. Yeah, you were talking about Hapel. Hapel. Yeah. Well, I thought you know, I might as well because <laughs> I mean, Halal Tel Aviv. I said the bright side. The weather's good there. The weather's good there. If you dodge a few bullets, you know. I'm a bit worried because I'm flying BMI Baby in there, right? Which, right. if you go LL, apparently they've got these rocket deflectors on the plane. They actually have got like Scud missile, anti what's it things on on LL. But I, I chose BMI because it's cheaper, and uh, I don't reckon they've got them. So this I might be the last podcast, guys. I'm right. I'm heading for Best Gaza. It won't be the same. No. I'm going for the Gaza Strip, lads. This is it. I'm going right. in. Okay. Blaze of glory. I'll be waving my German passport. And on that bombshell. The problem with early leavers is oh, right, okay. that the trend is now well and truly established. And it's 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 a hard habit to break and I can't see any way it's gonna break. But what interests me is this. One day we're gonna have a game where let's say for the sake of argument it's uh, a Champions League knockout game, second leg you know, very close, going up to 90 minutes, looks like it's extra time. With about 10 seconds left on the referee's whistle, there's a goal. Mm. The tie's decided. You know, the referee just kicks off and two seconds later blows the whistle. Suddenly, everyone is going to leave the stadium at the same time. And I think the thing that a lot of them will find is actually their journey time to get home will be the same. Because all that's happened is one, at the moment, is one set of people get to the tube ahead of another. Mm. But the wait is probably the same as if everyone left at the same point no, in time. Five minutes no, no, of the optimum say, time, five minutes or three dad, minutes, you can get away with it. My dad always taught me that as soon as, as, soon as it went into so extra time, like right up by the exit, we were always up by the exit, we'd never miss a minute of the game, but mm. we'd be watching from the exit. You know, no matter what ground we're yeah, at. Well, I still do that. I still go to the nearest exit, nearest the ground first, and then go back in and I stand there. Right. Until two minutes, and then I bomb it to the station. Anyway, what I was going to say is I've broken that habit now because now I just sit in my seat to the end, the end of, you know, the final whistle. Yeah. I wait about two or three minutes, and then I walk out the stadium. Mm. I'm over the bridge. I'm <laughs> straight down the street. There's yeah. no one around. No, well, there are two ways it's of doing like, it. If anyone wants to get out of the ground quickly, early, yeah. just wait two minutes. Either you, <laughs> either, you leave, either you leave two minutes early, or you wait till everyone's left the ground, and then you go go with the Highbury Spy for a pint, and you take your time, and then you go, you, you go so late that it doesn't matter, and you let everyone queue. But Holloway Road these days... If you're if you're going up to uh, Highbury and Islington Station well, or like Arsenal cattle. Station, you're treated like cattle. It's horrible. Well, then the... you go over the over Highbury Fields. Yeah, well, you do. But if you do that straight away after the kickoff, they tell you to go all the, to the end of Holloway Road and come all the way back. You can't just walk into Highbury and Islington Station anymore. The overground. Do you know what though? It only takes ten minutes to walk down to um, to Angel. There are 15, twelve 15 tube stations. Yeah, that's true. You there are twelve that. tube stations nearer to Arsenal Stadium. Than Seven Sisters is to um, Tottenham. Yeah, yeah well, Tottenham. No, I mean, Tottenham. They've always had it really bad, haven't they? It's horrible going there. Mm. God, how do they do that? How do they do that? Well, I think Tottenham fans were born to suffer. Yeah, so, <laughs> that's good. All part uh, of the match day experience. By the way, you, you asked John Moss, the Culture Club drummer, our special guest earlier. Yes. Where he thought Tottenham would end up this season. Now I ask you all. Now I ask you all. Mm. Where do you think Tottenham will end up this season? I think he's probably just about right. I don't think that he's looked at the Tottenham um, running for the season. Is it particularly difficult? It then? is rather nasty. They've got Liverpool oh, last match of the season. season. They've still got Man United. 
They've still got, I think they've got Chelsea as well. They, they've, got, they've got some pretty prickly matches. And they've got teams like Middlesbrough who are starting to suddenly realise how they know how to play football again. So once they're in a few b- battles, they could blow it. If they keep playing Gareth Bale, they'll be relegated. <laughs> which would be really good. Well, let's, just make let's face it. Let's just hope that he's fit. Would you give, would you give Arsenal not winning anything and an intertoto place for Tottenham to go down? No. All right, you wait for cup. You wait for cup. Yeah, fuck Tottenham. No, I couldn't give a. You're going to get your wait for cup anyway, probably, aren't you? Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, Tottenham go down then. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, come on, it would just be. It's just. I know it's Schadenfreude. I know it's negative equity in a way, but it would not have been good, though, would it? Here's one. If Manchester United win the league, which let's face it, they pretty much already have Mm -hmm. at this point, um, we would be the only club to have won a title in the last four decades. Sorry, hey, hang on. I don't really understand. And each of one of the last four decades. Oh, in each one. Oh, each yeah. one. Okay, I understand. Well, seventies, eighty-nine, nineties. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, yeah. A Man United, haven't they? No, they didn't win one in the seventies, did they? Or the they 80s. went down in the seventies. Well, they didn't win one in the seventies or the eighties. Liverpool, the only team that that won one seventies, eighties, nineties, because they won ninety ninety. Remember? Mm-hmm. But um, they didn't win uh, anything in the noughties. No. Well, that's something to cling on to, I suppose. Of course, because this shows this shows how we're a great team over time, and um, shows how well the board have done in keeping us. Counting the thirties as well. No, of course I'm not counting the thirties, Basti, because there's a forties and fifties and sixties in the middle of that. Oh no! But did Man United win anything in the thirties? Well, no, it doesn't. I'm just saying in the last of the lot. Anyway, um, (laughs) (laughs) next on the list, Russ. Yeah. Well, I think that just about brings us to the end of the podcast. What a note to go out on. Yeah. La di da di da, la di da di di, all good friends and Johnny good company. Hey! Just to mention that issue 195 of the Guna will be out for the home game against Manchester City at the beginning of April, with some long-awaited upbeat articles to reflect the improvement in the team's displays. Issue 194 has been and gone, but can be purchased along with other Guna issues, past and present online through the Guna Shop section of onlineguna.com. You can also buy or renew a subscription through the website too. As ever, if you want to email us about anything related to the podcast, the address to use is gunapodcast at gmail.com. Once again, our thanks to our sponsors, gunashirts.com. That's your lot this time. We'll be back again in early April. I've been your host, Lord Ashburton. Thanks for listening. <laughs>